How to drive more website traffic with Facebook ads. This is the audio version for the blog post found at johnlimmer.com slash website dash traffic. So Facebook drives by far the most social referral traffic to websites. According to a report from Shareaholic, Facebook referred 23.39% of all website visits during Q2. Not only is the next social network not even close, the Pinterest at 5.72%, but Facebook's share of social refers is growing up 10% since the first quarter. Facebook's referral share is the only one that's headed in a positive direction. So if you have a website, you need to use Facebook to help drive relevant people to your content. One of the powerful ways you can boost this traffic is through the use of Facebook ads. So why Facebook traffic is important to me. So you'd probably be shocked to know that Facebook is not the number one referred to my site. Instead, that role is held by organic search. More specifically, Google drives me a big chunk of traffic. However, not only does Facebook undoubtedly influence whether Google refers traffic to me, you know, more traffic, more activity, Google likes me as a result, it's not even close regarding which social network refers the most eyeballs to my content. More than 84% of my social referrals come from Facebook. And I also have more time on site and page views from Facebook than I do from other social networks. And if you care, second is Twitter at a little bit over 9%. After that, stumble upon, which is garbage, anyone who knows who's, who's checked your referrals from StumbleUpon, I get like seven seconds time on site for them. Of course, not all of this is paid, and not all of it is from my page or my ads. But my audience of nearly 70,000 fans, as well as my ability to target highly relevant people who will want to read my content, certainly helps these numbers. So first, before we even get to ads, let's talk about sharing organically at the right time. I want you to understand my publishing routine since you can possibly take bits and pieces from it to apply to your own strategy. These days, I only write blog posts once per week. They're generally published on Tuesday or Wednesday afternoon on my blog. However, I don't immediately share these posts to Facebook. I found that the prime times are often far from ideal if I want to get the most engagement and drive the most organic traffic. I've seen that sharing at 2.15 a.m. my time is optimal. This could change though, so i got to keep a close eye on it. Of course, quality of content has the most impact on engagement and ability to drive traffic, but competition in the newsfeed is also important. So the first thing I do after publishing organically is I promote to fans. So once I schedule my post to be shared on my Facebook page, I create a couple of ads and schedule them for the next day. While there isn't necessarily a right or wrong for the timing, I choose to allow my post to run organically for a few hours prior to promoting it. This is really out of habit more than anything. I've heard that there's really no impact one way or the other. I could start promoting it immediately if I want. But anyway, the way I do it, the post will be published at 2.15 a.m. my time on my Facebook page, and then my ads will begin running at about 8 a.m. The first group of people I always target is my fans. Even though I tend to reach a decent chunk of my fans organically, yeah, not like this 5% a lot of people are saying, I know, 
don't you know don't be mad at me but i get generally uh at these 2:15 a.m posts i get generally anywhere between about 20 percent and 50 plus percent but uh so even though i tend to reach a decent chunk of my fans organically i want to reach more of them maybe i'm greedy i don't know algorithm or not many of my fans won't be on facebook when i organically publish a post so promotion is helpful since i only write one blog post per week I keep these ads running until the next post is promoted, so about a week. While I budget a modest $10 per ad set per day, I may stop or accelerate based on performance. So I generally shoot for between 10 and 15 cents per website click. If I'm spending more than 20 cents, I'll stop the ad. If I'm spending at or under 10 cents, I'll increase my budget. So the next thing I do is about I promote to website visitors. When I schedule a campaign to promote a new blog post, I always start with two ad sets. The first is targeting fans, and the second is targeting website visitors from the last 30 days. While I have nearly 70,000 Facebook fans, I get upwards of 200,000 plus visitors to my website per month. That means that there are plenty of people who have read my content recently who don't already like my page. As a result, targeting this group through the use of website custom audiences is important. I generally target all website visitors during the past 30 days. As is the case with targeting fans above or earlier, I set an initial $10 daily budget and increase the budget or stop the ad depending on performance. Next up, you can promote to specific website visitors. So since my website visitors are similar regardless of the posts they read, I don't do what I'm about to explain. I just hit all website visitors during the last 30 days. But it could be very helpful for many publishers. So if you have topics, for example, that cover distinct, excuse me, if you have blog posts, articles that cover distinct topics, it may be necessary to segment your website custom audiences. Additionally, you may be wasting your money if you promote to all website visitors since some readers may have no interest in particular topics. While my site is focused entirely on Facebook advertising, let's assume I also wrote about Twitter, YouTube, and SEO. If I publish a blog post about Facebook ads, I may want to reach only those who previously read blog posts about that topic. You can do this with website custom audiences. Hopefully the URL of your articles include keywords or, or categories. If so, you can create a website custom audience of anyone who visited pages with those keywords within the URL. If you write about a few main categories of content, consider including the name of that category within the URL of your post so this can work for you. You know, an example, there's someone I talked to who has a website, it's about movies, okay? And I guess there are a bunch of, first of all, there are a bunch of movies about Batman, or there might be a bunch of articles written about Batman on their, their website. So automatically, you should have Batman within the URL. It just makes sense that you will create a custom audience for that, for all articles about Batman. So when you've published a new blog post about it, about Batman, you can reach everyone, all those Batman fans, okay? So once that website, website custom audience is created, I could then target people who have read a similar blog post on my site during the past 30 days or whatever time period you choose up to 180 days. So next up, promoting to other groups. I prefer spending money to reach people who already know who I am. These people are most likely to click my ads and want to read my content. 
but there are two main reasons why I or someone else may want to go beyond these groups. The first, you've exhausted the groups of people closely connected to you. Second, the ad and post are performing extremely well. So let's say you have a fan base of 1,000 people and you get 5,000 website visitors per month. You should certainly promote content to these people. However, you will not be able to spend much on those groups. You may then want to expand the net a bit. Earlier, I also talked about increasing my budget if I'm getting at or under 10 cents per website click. Another approach I might take is expanding the net for such content since that performance could be a clue that it would appeal to a wider audience. So following are the ways I will target when I decide to move beyond those who know me. First, look like audiences. Second, advanced demographics and behaviors. And third, interests. So for lookalike audiences, I'll target people similar to my fans, website visitors, and paying customers. For the rest, I use audience insights to break down my audience to get a better idea of the demographics, behaviors, and interests I should be targeting. Using audience insights, I've determined a few things, interesting things about my fan base. First of all, they like Amy Porterfield, social media examiner, HubSpot, and Facebook for Business at a very high rate. In fact, there are about 10,000 of my fans within the main core countries who like Amy Porterfield as well. The affinity is nearly 75 times greater, so there's more than 75 times greater to like Amy Porterfield than the typical fan. That's crazy. Next, most have gone to college, about 88%, and above average percentage are married. So, I may, for example, want to target only those who have been to college. An above average number makes $75,000 or more in annual income. Probably good for business. They primarily use credit cards, about 74% of them. And they are 233% more likely than a typical Facebook user to make business purchases. These are all things I can target with Facebook ads. The final three, of course, would only be in the U.S., Next up, for driving traffic, you want to exclude those who have already read your post. It's an important step that many miss as a result, and as a result, waste a little bit of money. Why pay to promote a post and show it to someone who already read it? It's a waste. Exclude them. Immediately upon publishing a new blog post, I would go into Power Editor and create a website custom audience for that post. For example, I'll create one as soon as I publish this post called Viewed drive website traffic with Facebook ads post. Then when I create my ads, I will specifically exclude anyone who has read this post. I provide an example of how I did that within Power Editor. All right, so now it's your turn. How do you drive website traffic with Facebook ads? Let me know in the comments. Go to johnloomer.com slash website dash traffic.